wait, wait. Before we start, can you see my nipples? I'm fucking freezing. I'm not nipping out. All right, sick. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I didn't want to distract you show. with my fucking nips, dude. What's up, everybody? Or wait, wait. no. Let, we yep. switched it. We switched right. it. Rewind it. All right. What's up, lifers? It's Bricky Sergeant Benny, and we're back. You thought you lost us, but we're back. We're back on the Wednesdays. It's been a hot minute, but uh, I hardly recognize you boys. So uh, why don't we just do a little icebreaker here? You know, it's been, uh, I hardly recognize. Sarge doesn't have a beard, a beard anymore. So let's toss over to Sarge. Why don't you tell us who you are and a little fun fact about you? Uh, my name is Sarge. And fun fact about me, my favorite two movies are Roadhouse and MacGruber. Roadhouse. Yeah. Wesley! <laughs> I feel like that tells the audience everything they need to know about you. What about so, you, kind of a little bit. Well, MacGruber's got the throat rip. Is that, what's uh, his signature move? Uh, that is, so the throat rip is actually a ripoff of Roadhouse. Does he throat rip too? That's where the throat rip originated. <laughs> All right. So you're oh. just a throat ripper. I didn't realize the two movies were related. They're not, but they are. Good deal. All right. <laughs> All right well, Benny. yeah, I'm Ben. And I'm right-handed, but I play pool lefty. And I really like totals. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Do you ever play pool right-handed to hustle people? I've only sharked once in my life. It didn't end well. Pretty shitty at pool, both lefty and righty. Definitely not. It have been an extra sport for me. <laughs> Wait, is Our, it am, am, I thought it was ambidextrous, but. Ambidextrous? I don't know. Did I say it wrong? I what did know. you say? Ampidextrous? No, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> All, All right. right and I'm Bricky, and uh, that's spelled B as in Bravo, R I C K Y. A lot of people think my name's Ricky, but it's Bricky. And uh, we set up our Christmas stuff on November 1st because my wife loves Christmas. And that was part of the negotiation. Hey. Okay. So I'm curious what was the alternative to November 1st? Because you're early. You're very early, my friend. Well, I think. There are people that do November 1st. I think that is the first official day you could do it. And it's not so much. Well, I think it's actually a smart negotiation tactic on my part because we spend no money on Thanksgiving decorations. So a little chess action going on there. But you see, for me, we won't, we won't go too far into this, but it's more about the taking down because once the 26th hits, I think it's about time to wrap it up. And my wife would straight up leave it until there was no snow on the ground. Six months a year. So part of the negotiation is that you get quick rip duties. The 26th, yep. you done, get, everything is boxed no, up. No, I didn't. I, I'm not that good of a <laughs> negotiator. So we get it January. Okay. So Two month we window. A, we get a solid one quarter out of the year with the Christmas stuff. It's the most wonderful time of the year. But anyway. Let's move it along. I have a lot to ask about this. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll open this up at a different time. It's almost the holiday season. And yeah, folks, so we're back. We've got our ducks in a row. We're ready to roll now. 
Uh, we've really appreciated the support and all the interactions from the fans. And we wanted to put more of a focus on engaging with you guys moving forward. Life Through Our Lens has been the three of us just talking about the daily shenanigans that is our lives. And you guys have provided us with some great stories and feedback. So we want to give the listeners a voice, whether it's a simple wild moment you experienced, a wild story from back in the day, or even a problem or dilemma. Let us know. We'll chop it up for you. And uh, we'll shed some light on it for the other lifers out there. We want to give the lifers their lens. Uh, additionally, if you have any other topic that you want us to chat about, toss it in and we'll see if we can fit into the show. And how you can toss that in, ladies and gentlemen, we have a phone number and you are definitely going to want to write this down. Our phone number is 651 419 zero eight eight five once again that is six five one four one nine zero eight eight five or uh if you're afraid to talk on the phone like a lot of people are these days like answering the phone shoot us an email at life through our lens zero zero at gmail and then the with the cherry on top we also have a website which you should definitely check out lifethroughourlens.com. How sick is that? I love it. And uh, yeah, just so you know, the phone number, it just goes straight to a voicemail. So you're not going to call us. And we're going to pick up and chat with you. But yeah, basically the three of us were like, what, what has gone well? What do we want to improve on? And whenever we've asked for participation on Instagram or wherever we have, We've gotten a lot of feedback and a lot of your responses are freaking hilarious. And we're like, you know, this is life through our lens. Let's do life through your lens too. So we wanted to bring this into the show. And I think that kind of just brings us into, you know, our first little segment here and it's the holiday season. This is coming out Wednesday before Thanksgiving, AKA the biggest drinking day of the year. So make sure you go ahead and uh, save that number. If you get a little tipsy tonight and you need someone to talk to, you go ahead and leave us a voicemail. You might just make the show. But uh, we're looking for holiday horror stories, right? Thanksgiving is kind of the start of the holiday season. We got Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's right in a row. So we want to do holiday horror stories. And we got a few entries. Uh, we got two of them to go through here. One is pretty lighthearted and funny. The other one is pretty heavy. We're excited to share it, but we're going to start lighthearted here. So let me go into our DMs. This one comes from John. He said, I had somewhat of a tradition going to a new movie on Christmas Day. It was with my parents, siblings, aunts, uncles, and grandparents. So you can just imagine the amount of people at this movie. He said, one year, we decided, to go, <laughs> we decided to go to Wolf of Wall Street. And I had to watch that sitting directly next to my mom and grandma. I don't think we've been, <laughs> I don't think we've been to a movie on Christmas day since. What do you guys think? <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, great movie, but maybe not with your grandma and your mother sitting right next to you. Are you kidding me? Boobies, drugs, more boobies. Are you kidding all right, me? The part that comes to my head right away 
and I think everybody can visualize this, at least every male, is when his wife is sitting there and he's telling him to crawl closer. Oh, my God. If I was in between my mom and my grandma, I don't know what's worse, the grandma or the mom. I feel like the grandma might have been okay with it at that point. Kind of like whatever. Wait, what? (laughs) What? Who's your grandma? Well, it's just like kind of wouldn't have been a shock into in Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, like, would it have been awkward for my mom to my grandma? Sure, but like me to grandma, is that like a different layer of awkwardness? I don't know. Yeah, I'd be more awkward in front of my mom. I don't know because I mean that movie's rated R, but it is so close to being rated triple X. Like it is a fine line. And not only are you doing that with your grandma on your left and your mom on your right, you gotta pretend like, oh, hey, look at that stain in the wall over there. Yeah, I don't see any of this. Like, oh, God, that's terrible. I'm not interested in any of <laughs> yeah. this at all. I, I bet I bet John was just squirming in his seat. I bet he couldn't even eat popcorn or sour gummy worms. Okay, so if you're there, he said it was his grandparents, his aunts, uncles, cousins, everybody. Who would you want to sit to next the least? I think he was in the worst spot. He had far. the worst spot in the house by for sure. He was in between his grandma and his mom. In between them. Oh, I heard that incorrectly. I thought he was there with just his grandma and his mom. I missed no. that. Which the would mean that he's family. sitting next to him. I don't know. I just, I, whole family. I, I missed he's that. Get, whole Literally family. in between his mom and his grandma. Well, I can tell you, I'd rather sit by the cousins. Yep. Mom and aunts, probably aunts would be the most uncomfortable, personally. Grandma, grandpa. Grandpa would probably be the winner, actually. Your grandfather's there. He would have been cracking up jokes the whole time. Yeah. You want to yeah. ha- you want to be on an end seat with your grandpa to the other side. And then it's then you're good. Oh man. And that what's funny is I I do that every single Christmas as well. I go see a movie. But granted, it was more like Harry Potter or Star Wars. John, you got to know better than to go see Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, you you had to have some idea that it might have been, you know, one would say racy. Time out. We also need to put this into context. When did Wolf of Wall Street come out? It was like 2014. 2000, two, no. I'm going to say 2009 ago, or 2010. Okay. 2011. Because when I answered that question, I'm thinking like, it just came out now. Sorry, 2013. Was, 2013. Okay. I was one if year I off. was 20. That's even more awkward. That's a different. That's really. Yeah, that's really bad. John, you poor bastard. <laughs> I'm well, sorry no. to your whole family that that's the movie that somebody selected. The only thing I can think of where they thought this would be a good idea was if it like legitimately came out on Christmas Day. So there was no reviews out about it. You know what I mean? Or All right. Like no so- one had seen it. I, the release date was December 17th. So he had time. He had time. There's no excuse <laughs> for this. Social media and all that stuff wasn't as prevalent That's that long true. ago. Like he he got blindsided. Leo screwed him over. He was like, oh, we're going to go see a Leo DiCaprio movie. It's going to be phenomenal. All the parents are going to be into it. It's family oriented, not G. Wow. He walked oh. into a half porno, half drug infused, just Oh man. That and that movie is so long. 
it never ends. <laughs> three so the, hours. it's three hours, dude. So everybody's just like, oh my, they're just like doing like the loosening the collar, you know, like, eh, geez, when's this gonna end? Oh man. That's I, awkward. I, I'm just thinking of the part. Smoke crack with me. Just just smoke some crack with me. Like <laughs> looking over. Oh, at yeah, grandma. he's just in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, I will not die sober. I will oh, not die man. sober. I wonder if grandma and mom ever dipped into quaaludes at all. You know, grandma did. The ludes were, you know, given out like candy back in the day. It was popular in the 60s and 70s, especially for, I think it was like housewives, women that stayed home for depression. And then they were like, nah, this shit's intense. Being a stay at home in the 60s was where it was at. You were just like (laughs) stoned, vacuuming doing a little dish light dish work you're like oh this is great every day is a holiday so I love benny's dishes. benny's dream job is being a 60s stay-at-home wife stay-at-home mom in the 60s with, with like a whole can of hairspray in his hair to keep it up <laughs> and the curlers at night dude like all right the, well yeah yeah let's let's move it on here john thank you very much for sending that in um, I guess the only advice we can give is, Hey, maybe do a little research before you take the entire family to a movie. Yeah. But, all right. And Sarge, you want to read this next one? Um, the person gave us permission to use their name, but we just made an executive decision. We're leaving it anonymous. All right. Before I even get into it, we can't thank this person enough for it. This is very personal. Uh, it's crazy. It's very life-changing. And we honestly, we appreciate it. I can't believe you did, but it's fantastic. It makes us feel awesome that you trust us to uh, reveal this, but all right. Buckle the fuck up. Can we do like a drum roll here? My parents divorced when I was eight on Christmas Eve, when I was 21, I found out the reason my parents divorced was because my mom cheated. So let that sink in. Math guys, how many years is that? 13. Okay, thank you. My cousin's parents were going through a divorce because my aunt had an affair with another woman. Apparently, my uncle told her, that cousin that is, that my mom also had an affair and she wanted to come to me for advice. Totally reasonable, right? But I had no clue about what happened. It was a shock because I was told a very different story. It was a dramatic holiday to say the least. My whole life has been a lie. Whoa. That is a Christmas Eve. It's the most wonderful time <laughs> of the year whoa whoa whoa, whoa that is whoa, juicy whoa. i mean that's a lot to take in I, man okay where do we even start i think first and foremost immediate reaction what do you do when you hear this information do you flip out do you punch your cousin in the face is it like a chain reaction knockout do you like what do you do i don't know i mean it's definitely not the cousin's fault like that person is also going through a tough but you like you guys know when 
you see the cop sirens go off behind you and you get your whole body just goes chilled. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the initial reaction to that. Yeah, you know that feeling. That like warm sensation comes over. You're like, no fucking way that this just happened. And like, maybe you question if you actually believe it or not. I mean. Oh, definitely. I mean, 13 years of not knowing. That's a little bit worse than me telling, you know, the fifth grade class that I, uh, my dad met Santa. How old are you? You're like in what? First grade when you're eight, second grade, third grade, somewhere in there. Second, Yeah. So you're in elementary school. So the parents definitely did the right thing by not telling an eight-year-old that information. But like, that kind of sucks that the parents weren't the ones to tell her. So like, I guess let's just, what, what age do you guys think, like if this was being hidden from you, when do you think the appropriate time to learn is? High school. Uh, I think like 15, I would say like, what is that ninth grade ish ninth grade yeah i would shade toward college like i'm out so of the 21 house. so you think 18 like you're going away okay. to school it's like hey by the way you're an adult now this is some what happened there was some shady shit we did this to protect you just like stars you were told santa was real we didn't want to shatter your world when you were eight years old I think 18. See, I, I think 21, but like, it's gotta come from the parents, right? Like, yes, that's a good side question. Who would you want to tell you? Probably my cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, would you want to hear it from your mom who cheated or would you want to hear it from your dad? Probably the mom, honestly, it's her secret kind of, you know? The cheater. I feel like the cheater has to dole out the punishment. That's like part of the penance. You did this act. You got to tell. Yeah, but apparently it wasn't much of a secret. I feel like the whole entire family knew. Yeah, I don't know. They were left in the dust. So the person who wrote this in said that their uncle who got cheated on was their dad's brother. So you know that those two are talking to each other. So you know what those two know, but do you think the rest of the family knew? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. do. I think or so. Do you, or do you think Wait. it was just the uncle, like, trying to deflect a little bit? I feel like uncle kind of opened a can of worms here. He kind of did. He might have blown He might have blown the news. But wait, I didn't, I didn't hear this originally. You're saying that they were brothers. Yeah, dad that was cheated. Both dads cheated on were brothers. Yeah, oh, they the whole family knew. The whole family knew. <laughs> confident about that. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you think if their cousin never told them that one of their parents would eventually have told them? I think they would have taken it to their grave, knowing absolutely nothing about this situation whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I that's a good question. I don't know. I yeah, I think 21 is a little late. The only time I could ever really see it coming up is with the, when you got a couple of cocktails in you, you know. See, that's what I'm thinking was was happening. I'm gonna err on the side of caution and say they probably would have told the kid eventually. 
but I don't think it would have came out on Christmas Eve. I think it would have yeah. been like a, you know, a guy's trip or a girl's trip or something, a little powwow with your parent. And uh, it's like, hey, here's the real details of the situation of what happened. And yeah. Yeah. Like on March 7th. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> President's Day. Just... <laughs> so now, how do you think the cousin felt? And I wonder if they could just see it in this person's eyes that they didn't know. Oh, I bet they felt like shit. I feel way worse for the cousin, honestly. I think the cousin got the biggest blow ever. Her world's upside down. Already, yeah. Everything's a mess. And you just go try to confide in your cousin like, hey, can you give me some advice? I'm lost right now. Drop another bomb. But like, so it's on Christmas Eve. So the next morning you're opening presents, like just how awkward is that? You're just like oh my staring God. at them, opening them up. Oh, I can't even imagine. It's it's honestly hard to comprehend like how, how they they felt. I bet they wanted to beat the wheels off of both of them, probably. Mom and dad, we're throwing, we're chucking nuts right now. I mean, definitely what the mom. Fuck? Definitely mom. So if we're talking about a hostile family, obviously tempters might have been a little hot. Nothing. I don't know any of these people. But if if the brothers knew and the cousin that didn't know got the bomb dropped on her, goes to dad, does dad go to blows with the brother? Like, hey, you just ruined Christmas. Why'd you do this to me? Deal with your own shit. (laughs) Oh, gosh. There's so many unanswered questions. Gosh, this is unbelievable. How about, how about this person who wrote it in? If you have any answers to any of these or have any further details you want to give us, follow up on the DM and we'll maybe open the next show with them just so we can have a little more clarity. If not, no big deal. We'll just move on. But man, we are reading that just like, I can't even imagine. A lot of tension going on for that. Holidays are tough, man. There's a lot of family drama. And that can't be easy. Although, Sarge, what's that one movie you said? You get two Christmases? Oh, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Ricky Bobby, yeah. yeah. Two sorry, Christmases. Ill will. God, that's terrible. We're <laughs> fucking awful. I'm sorry. Anonymous. My bad. So, all right. What if, what if this person had siblings, which I'm pretty sure they do. I know they do. Do you tell them? right off the bat too like what oh, yeah. what what is the plan of action there like, well at what, that what, point in time yeah you need to make this public knowledge right you're you can't hold it in well what what if the sibling is let's say 13 i think, I think you, you tell just them repress the memory you didn't hear anything it was just the booze talking for the night for the holiday let it go yeah start the new year off you know, hey, and sibling, then, uh, by the way, January one. Hey, mom, dad, what the fuck? <laughs> no way. If I'm telling them for sure. Yeah, I think I am, too. Like, oh, just man, think I mean, you would you would immediately once you find this out. So you've been told some who knows what story when you were eight. You believe it all the way up to your 21. You meet once you hear that you immediately start working backwards, connecting the dots all the times that they said other things, you know. 
knowing that it wasn't the truth. Oh, that would piss me off. Well, obviously they didn't listen to the 30 before 30 episode where you said, you know, whatever, always tell the truth. I, I bet that's fucking hard to keep a secret for 13 GD years. Oh yeah. Holy balls. I can't even keep a secret for 13 days. Good Lord. And what if they like fucked up? Like they kind of, maybe there was little hints that there's kind of like brush on the rug. Like, I don't know that's how often that would come that, up, but like, but that's sure what I mean. This though. person got their detective on that. Oh night. yeah. Started putting, mm. playing back the memories. Exactly. Mom's special friend. Da da da. A couple of context clues. Uncle, uncle knew the whole time. Might have been throwing some comments in there. Oh, that's what that meant. You know. Yep. Man. <laughs> but the good news is. This person did say they can laugh about it now, Amazing. but at the time it was just like obviously earth shattering. So, I mean, honestly, the, the best medicine is laughter. Let's be honest. So glad that they can laugh about it now, but holy buckets, boys, we got off to a hot start there with the old chimans life through your lens. Yeah. And amazing. I mean, wait, sorry fucking edit that out. That's not amazing. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> We're leaving it in. Ah, I mean, poor an choice of words, story. Matthew, you son no, of a bitch. An amazing story. It's honestly, there's a lot of heat behind that one. That's a holiday horror story, dude. You're a little kid. Literally. I don't care how old you are. Your whole world gets crumpled really quickly. And the cousin. The whole, like, the poor brothers. I feel bad for them. They're just getting hosed. They picked two bad apples. That's brutal. Oh, yeah. That sucks, dude. If you got it, if you can top that, send it to the at life through our lens zero zero on Instagram. Yeah. Well, on a, on a much lighter note, one year for Thanksgiving, this was, oh gosh, probably like 10, 12 years ago. Um, but my dog, Lily, who is still kicking, she's fucking 15, by the way, insane, still kicking, uh, one year for Thanksgiving, we had uh, my dad's side over and we, we were defrosting the turkey and she got up on the counter and ate the turkey. So we didn't have turkey for Thanksgiving that year. <laughs> so she had a great Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And my dad was just screaming at her once and she like brought into her kennel and was just like, just, you know, had the teeth going and just mauling this turkey. <laughs> so time I, out. Time out. Yeah, I I have defrosting the turkey. It was frozen, or maybe okay. That could have been wrong. I doubt it was okay. defrosting, but it was like on the counter, either like what I don't know how to make a fucking turkey. So it was on the counter, and the I dog, also don't know. But yeah. I just I was like, there's no way the sergeants were doing frozen turkey. It, if no, that, that case, no, that was not yeah, correct okay, whatsoever. Is, Okay, I just had to had to throw that in there because that was crazy. Oh wait, dude, Brickner, we have made a turkey. Do you remember? Right. Oh where, yeah, dude, we killed it. I totally forgot about that. It was who was it? Who? What, do you remember? It was just. It was yeah. It was just at our college house in Duluth, and we killed it. That was unreal. We played COD for twenty four hours straight. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and that's a holiday right there. Yeah. Oh man, we yeah, we just like nod on the turkey, took naps, 
little shifts and we had like three TVs going. Yeah, great I don't time. I don't really have any holiday horror stories, but two years in a row going on the same breath as Sarge here. My dog ate my Halloween candy <laughs> two years in a row, wrappers and all. And it's alive. Uh, not anymore. No, but it survived that. Uh, OK, it's yeah, it, two years. it didn't it didn't die from that. But like it was like 10 pounds of candy wrappers and all and they'll just throw it up and it's like well i was gonna eat that dude like come on so have we been lied to yet again can dogs eat chocolate it got super sick okay so i don't think so okay (laughs) (laughs) just blowing through the whole bag yeah to my knowledge 10 pounds of halloween candy is bad for dogs i think it would be bad for humans too 10 pounds confirmed Benny, do you got anything? Horror stories? I have a few. I'm going to save it for, for really the Christmas special. Okay. Uh, the only thing I really have at this point is just like traveling. All my, all my stories revolve around traveling. You hate and traveling. I, I just, I don't have patience for morons anymore. I mean, literally, I was just out of town for work. I get on the plane. Everything's fine. Dude next to me. And we're on a tiny plane, takes his shoes off. Then he proceeds to take his socks off and he's doing like ankle stretches the entire flight. And, and this guy has the audacity to be choking down a hoagie while doing this. There's no entertainment on. So I'm like perusing around listening to tunes and I got stinky toes, Stevenson mowing freaking a Philly cheesesteak for a three hour flight. What are we doing? <laughs> That's those are I just people watching on planes is crazy. And then you should have seen the level of urgency for this guy getting off the plane, right? We land, it's already a shit show trying to get off the plane. Everyone's rushing. This guy's like got to put his socks on, put his shoe back on. His other one, grab his shit. Anyway, horror stories are just traveling stories for me. It's like planes, trains, and automobiles in my life. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps her up. So, yep. Coach, why don't you take her away? All righty. It is great to be back, everyone. Uh, we're excited for kind of our new direction. And just a friendly reminder, we are going to be doing bi-weekly now. So every other Wednesday, we will be releasing. We kind of came to that agreement just so we can do better content for you guys like this. So you guys can have time to submit your awesome stories and we'll get some perspective on your life through your lens. By the way, we had no idea how well this was going to work when we came up with this. And we might be geniuses, like the dumbest geniuses of all time. But anyways, I digress. Once again, the phone number, please give us a call, is 651-419-0885. Or email life through our lens zero zero at gmail. Check out our website at life through our lens.com. Once again, we appreciate you guys listening. But if you guys could leave us some GD reviews, five star only, we will not accept any other than five stars on Apple Podcasts. That would be awesome. It helps us out a ton. But spread the word, you freaking turds. Take her easy.